This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. You know, not long ago, it was conventional wisdom in the auto industry that millennials hate cars and had no interest in owning one. But that reasoning was bogus, since the Great Recession hurt most millennials' pocketbooks and forced them to stay out of the new car market. But with a strong economy and many older millennials having a family and a career, they're jumping into the new car market in full force. According to a new study from CarGurus, an online automotive marketplace, millennials are expected to account for 40% of all new car purchases next year. But even though millennials are buying new cars at a greater rate, the downturn in the global auto industry continues. Ward's Intelligence reports that automakers sold 7.56 million vehicles worldwide in October, which is a drop of nearly 4% compared to the prior year. It's the 14th straight month sales have fallen on a global basis. Europe was the only major region that saw an increase in sales in October. Through the first 10 months of the year, automakers have sold nearly 76 million vehicles globally, which is down 5%. And this downturn is a major reason why we're seeing so many companies in the auto industry cutting jobs. And you know, back in 2015, Mary Barra, the CEO of General Motors, warned that the auto industry would go through more change in the next five years than it had in the last 50. And you know what? She sure was right. Automakers and suppliers are slashing jobs to free up cash to invest in electric and autonomous vehicles. Get this, GM is slashing 14,000 jobs, Nissan 12,500 jobs, Ford 7,000, Audi is cutting 9,500, and Daimler is getting rid of 1,100. The supplier Continental is laying off or spinning off 20,000 jobs. And BMW just announced it will cut bonuses for management by about 20%. And this is just the beginning. The jobs we just mentioned are almost all white-collar jobs. In the coming decade, we expect a lot of blue-collar jobs to be on the chopping block. McLaren is one of the most famous racing teams in Formula One. It's also famous for its sports cars and technological prowess. Last year, its revenue shot up 44% and is up 19% so far this year. Last year, car sales shot up 45%. And yet McLaren can't seem to figure out how to make a profit. Last year, it lost about $78 million and is on track to lose about that much this year. The company is burning through cash, and car sales are down 4.5% so far this year. Hopefully McLaren can turn this around, but it shows just how hard it can be to make money even when you're at the pinnacle of luxury, technology, and Formula One racing. Cadillac announced pricing for the CT5 sedan. A 2.0-liter with rear-wheel drive starts a little under $38,000, including destination charges. A rear-wheel drive V-Series CT5 with a 3.0-liter twin-turbo V6 starts at $48,700, while all-wheel drive adds another $2,600. If you start checking all the boxes, a CT5 can easily creep up near $70,000. And just in case you're wondering, 
a CT4V has a starting price $3,200 less than a CT5V. And while we're speaking of Cadillac, do you remember the Blackwing engine that came out in the CT6 last year? If not, it's a twin-turbo 4.2-liter V8 that cranks out 550 horsepower and nearly 630 pound-feet of torque. As awesome as that sounds, the engine could soon become an orphan. Motor Trend has learned from a senior GM source that it will not be used in a higher-performance version of the CT5V or the next-generation Escalade. The decision was made as a cost-cutting move as sales have been falling at Cadillac. That only leaves the CT6 for the Blackwing engine to fit into. And as we've reported in the past, the CT6 could be headed for the chopping block. Also, earlier this year, we tried to get someone from the Blackwing program to come on Autoline After Hours and tell us what this engine is all about. But we never got any response. Ford stunned the auto industry when it invested half a billion dollars into Rivian. And now we're starting to learn what Ford plans to do with that investment. Reuters reports that Lincoln will use the Rivian electrified skateboard chassis, which includes the motors, batteries, and suspension. Ford plans to add other EV models to Lincoln's lineup in the next couple of years as part of its $11.5 billion investment into electrification. This could also be a way to compete in the market against GM, which plans to make two new electric SUVs around the end of 2021. The California electric startup Neuron EV showed off a prototype of its T1 pickup at the China International Import Expo. Like Rivian and Lincoln, the T1 is also built on a skateboard chassis. It's not known if the pickup is going to be a battery electric, as there are some canisters attached to the powertrain, possibly for fuel cells. The T1 has different body options for the shell, with either a simple chassis, a pickup, or a van. This gives buyers the option to have a multitude of seating options. The inside is center-driven, with no controls on the dashboard. The T1 goes on display again in China next month. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. As we keep pointing out, there's a ton of innovation coming out of the supplier industry. And Magna has developed a clever bumper beam that's smaller, stronger, and lighter than what's being used today. Traditional bumper beams use what they call a three-cell design that are like three compartments, as you can see in this cross-section of the beam. It works well, but Magna's extruded five-cell design performs even better. Note the triangular cells at each corner that run the length of the beam. Those triangles absorb crash forces better. Not only is this 15% lighter than traditional bumper beams, Magna says this approach can be used on battery trays, hinge pillars, and other parts of the vehicle's structure. You know, water and electricity don't mix well. And while we've heard of electric trolling motors for small fishing boats, we've never heard of electric motors for larger boats. While the supplier ZF has developed a fully integrated electric propulsion system for sailing yachts. It consists of a 60 kilowatt motor with about 370 pound-feet of torque, all the power electronics, the charger, and a 60 kilowatt hour battery pack. ZF has been testing the system out on the water and says in this setup, 
The boat is able to hit sustained speed of 13 kilometers an hour, or about 8 miles per hour, and travel 55.5 kilometers, or roughly 34.5 miles. There are no clutches, so switching from forward to reverse is very smooth, which helps with maneuverability, as does a propeller that can spin 360 degrees. And a quick programming note before I sign off, Autoline Daily will be off for the rest of the week since we're taking a break for the Thanksgiving holiday. And that means there also won't be a new Autoline After Hours this Thursday either. But that brings us to the end of today's report. Thanks for watching, and for those of you in the U.S., have a happy Thanksgiving.